let me tell you something. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone. How good is that? Too convenient, right? Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you. So you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Anchor. Check it out. What's up, everybody? Grizzly Jones here on Let's Talk Flying Solo. But Miss J sends her regards. But oh my God, today I am going to do it. We are going to talk about nostalgia. We are going to talk about everything 90s. The 90s was a good year. And some of the most amazing things were introduced in the 90s. And granted me, I was born in the 80s, but raised in the 90s. I got to witness the Chicago Bulls going to championships. My Dallas Cowboys winning Super Bowls. Kobe and Shaq getting together, which was like late 90s, early 2000s. And some of the other stuff, man, like... Sega Genesis. Oh my God. The Sega Genesis was $124.99. I never forget that because that was one of the most expensive systems that I've seen that I can remember. And my mother got it for me for Christmas. And Sega was when, you know how you do a system, you, you play a system and all your friends come over. I never forget, man. We had the Sega. Friends came over. We was playing Sonic. And there wasn't no memory cards, man. So it was like you played it. And I think it saved a little bit, but nothing major. But like my mother came in. We was playing Sonic. He was almost to the end of the game. Almost beat it. She went and cut the uh, power off. And I was like, oh, no. But those were good times. Um, I remember... One of the dopest shoe magazines out there. Some of y'all should remember it. Uh, it was called East Bay. Now, granted, I wasn't getting nothing out of East Bay because, you know, I didn't come out with rich folks. But I remember getting the East Bay in the mail <laughs> every month. I'll take you to school and we excuse me. I would take you to school and we would uh, look at the shoes. And some of the kids were able to get that stuff. You know, all I could do was just look at it and fantasize and, you know, hoping and knowing that uh, it would get better. You know what I mean? But East Bay definitely did have, uh, like, all the shoes. But East Bay was so expensive. Like, even to this day, I'm not even sure they make the East Bay uh, magazine anymore. But... Those shoes were expensive. They definitely were. And I, oh man, I wish Lady J was here with me right now. But those shoes were really expensive. Um, you know, some dope TV shows, like, uh, I'm not gonna lie, uh, one of my TV shows, like, of course, we, we, we talking cartoon, Chippendale, 
you know, uh, I always like Monterey Jack, of course, you know what I'm saying, the big old, I think he was a mouse, I'm not sure, but he was, you know, big guy, and I'm a big guy, so he had to, he do his little thing, we smell the cheese, and he'd be like, cheese, <laughs> that was my thing, that was like, uh, nostalgia for me, and um, Darkwing Duck, I was obsessed with that, I, I thought it was so cool how he would come, uh, the smoke would appear, and he would like come, uh, through smoke, I was so obsessed with it. I used to turn the hot water on in the shower and like I would let the bathroom fill up with steam and uh I would open the door and like come out like I was darkwing because I had a I had a thing with like coming through like the smoke. I always thought that was just cool, like when you see a bunch of smoke appear, then like you know, the the hero or the guy, the bad guy comes out of it. That was some weird fetish I had with with like smoking shit. But yeah, Darkwing Duck, Chippendale. Uh, Lady J like Bonkers. That was her thing. She said she loved Bonkers, but if you ask her about it, she's going to tell you. She loved Bonkers, but then what happened was they wound up moving it to cable TV. And she couldn't see it anymore. Um, Sister Sister was cool, too. Sister Sister was definitely the business. Uh, of course, I had a crush on both twins. You know, I'm, gonna say, I'm not going to even hold you. You know, um, who didn't? And I loved watching Sister Sister, uh, Fresh Prince, because like Will Smith was like the first one on Fresh Prince to like dress the way he did. Like, you know, he had to wear the, the he had to wear the out the the I guess the jacket. And he wore the jacket inside out, and he had all the Fresh Jordans and all that. And I just I thought Will Smith had the dopest style, you know. But that was like another. 90s nostalgia you know but then if we like I guess if we go a little deeper you know let's talk ice cream trucks because you don't even see those anymore you know I mean I haven't seen ice cream truck in a long time I mean every once in a blue but like not the real ice cream trucks those trucks that ain't just sell ice cream we talking about the ice cream trucks that sell ice cream Laffy Taffy's uh, chili and cheese fries or chili and cheese Doritos I'm talking about you could buy everything off the ice cream truck. The ice cream truck from the neighborhoods that I lived in, even when I lived in D.C. and certain quarters, the ice it was just called the truck because the truck would just park in that one spot and every and instead of it driving around to everybody, everybody came to the truck. And um, yeah, that truck sold everything, and it was not that far from where I lived at, you know. But yeah, that the truck sold everything. Ain't nothing like a good ice cream truck. I actually might want to, I might buy one. And uh, me and Lady J do an ice cream truck in this neighborhood. If they allow it. Because Commonwealth is a, a whole different story, you know. But the ice cream truck, um, everybody had that candy lady. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, a lot of this stuff was in like the urban areas. You didn't really find that in like suburbia too much. You know, and I... I'm, I I feel bad for the suburban kids who didn't get the experience, candy ladies and ice cream trucks that sold everything. Cause like, oh my god, like that was amazing. Like, man, the candy lady used to sell everything. Granted, it probably contributed to a lot of us being grown and some of us having <laughs> diabetes and shit like that. And I I really wish those people well, but I don't take any of those memories back. Like the ice cream truck, the candy lady. I feel like it could have been 
no, I don't feel nothing. I'm not gonna say it could have been done differently because it was it was done how it was done, and it was a bigger picture because the ice cream trucks and the candy ladies, that's what kept the neighborhood together and whole. You know what I'm saying? The kids, you know, that's what kept us all interacting together. It wasn't no social media. Like we had to go out, go to the candy lady. You know what I'm saying? And you still get that in the uh, urban areas. You 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 still might have a candy lady here and there. You know what I'm saying? But like times are different, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's not, things aren't what, what they used to be, you know, I'm not getting off topic, but, you know, I feel like the streets was a little safer back in the nineties when you had ice cream trucks and stuff like that. And, uh, uh, oh God, um, Blockbuster, Blockbuster was definitely the business. I remember going to Blockbuster and we used to rent, uh, cause my cousin Darren had a Super Nintendo and I had a Sega, but I was staying with them because I was I, I would go see my father. So this one, my uncle Dougie was like, we all me, my uncle Dougie, Darren, Antonio, and then we'd go out and we'd go to Blockbuster, and we used to like rent movies and shit. This one VHS was still popping, rent movies and rent games for the Super Nintendo. You know, uh, that was that was before the whole Netflix era. You know. And I feel like now you don't have to leave your house for anything. And I mean, I guess that's good, but sometimes it's still good to get out there and interact with people. And I felt like that's what the 90s also provided because you had to leave your house for everything. Groceries. You had to go to Blockbuster. Or you had to go to, I'm going to give you old, uh before... Like, I mean, CVS and Rite Aid was still around, but you also had this other little uh, store called Woolworth. You know, you had to go there, you know, you had to, to, to get what you needed and stuff like that. Um, the 90s was just like, it was a good time. And that's why it's, it's, it's so nostalgic to me. Like, it's it's amazing. Even the movies, you know, like back in the day, Friday the 13th, I think they still do it, but I don't watch regular TV. I, I Netflix and Hulu and stuff now, but on Friday Thirteenth, they used to like play Jason movies like nonstop, and I, they might still do it. But like, man, growing up being a kid, Friday Thirteenth, you at school, you know when you get home, you got the week in the head, you know. Hopefully your parents ain't bugging, so it's like you get to like watch scary movies and just like enjoy yourself and chill and man, really really good times, you know. That's when water guns and shit still existed. You know, water guns was amazing. You know they were super soakers. All right, I forgot the numbers of the the super soakers, but like, uh, <clears throat> just the first super soaker. Um, I can't even remember the name of it, but it was like I think it had it was like green and yellow. I think it was green and yellow, and uh, super soaker was the business. Like you had, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the 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 tank was like a green, and then the other part was yellow, and then it just went on from there. Like you had the Super Soaker One Hundred, you had man, you had the Super Soaker Two Hundred, yeah, and then you had the one that came that had the uh, I had this one. It had the handle. It was a, it was the Super Soaker CPS Two Thousand, and man, that thing sprayed like it was nobody business. And then, like, you had to be careful because people was losing their eyes 
but not losing their eyes, but like their eyes were getting damaged because the Super Soakers were just that strong. They they definitely were. And I remember Super Soakers, man. Like that was that was a good time. Like you had a Super Soaker and the Water Gun fight, you was winning. Not because the Super Soaker was strong. It was because you had a Super Soaker. You hear me? You know? Um, Home Alone can't talk 90s and not mention Home Alone 1 and 2. Um, Home Alone was like a fantasy to me because like I thought it was so cool that he was left home alone and he had all that stuff in the house and he was able to go to the store and and then it was funny because as I got older I realized how horrible the story of Home Alone was. You know, his mother left him twice and like lost her son twice. Granted, I'm pretty sure CPS would definitely took him from his family. Uh, he probably would have wound up dead because the stuff that he was getting into, the guys that broke into the house that were getting hit with paint cans, they would have had fractured skulls and concussions. I'm not trying to run home alone for you, but that's just the reality of it. But as I said, it was a fantasy to me in the 90s and I enjoyed it. I think I love the fact that like when he was in the hotel, of course, he was using his father's card. I think that was for his uh, father's card. And he had like ice cream and he was just enjoying this stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, that'd be so dope. But then when you look at the reality of it, it's definitely not dope. But still, not to ruin it. It was still a nostalgia. Um, Movies that you got to watch or you snuck and saw. As a kid that you had no business watching, um, I remember watching Juice and Dead Presidents. Um, yeah. And uh, Harlem Nights. I remember watching those. And I feel like some of the stuff went above my head so much because I, I, you know, I grew up around children. You know, my folks ain't, ain't having me around like adults and shit like that. So some of the adult jokes and the adult terms went over my head. And. I knew the concepts, but I didn't know how deep the concepts was. You know what I mean? Like, I knew with Juice, Tupac, I know Tupac was in Juice, and, you know, I knew he was, like, the guy that killed the friend because he got a gun. But then, you know, you watch it when you get older, and you look at the concept of it, it's like, yeah, Tupac came from a horrible home. You know what I'm saying? His parents wasn't shit. He, he felt weak. And when he got a taste of power, when he was holding that gun, the power corrupted him and caused him to do terrible things to his friends. You see what I'm saying? You see what I did there? Like, that's that's like the real concept of Juice. And of course, you know, it just led to like things going downhill. Their presidents was pretty was pretty cut and dry. Uh, yeah. And my folks, my father and my uncle, they were gangsters and they 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 took us to see their presidents because they didn't give a shit. That shit didn't it didn't matter to them. And I got to see their presidents when I was I was young. I had to be like seven. Seven of them. I think I was about seven. And we went to the plaza. The plaza in Baltimore City. I don't even I don't know. The plaza this one the plaza had a had a movie theater. And that was a good time. And I went to the plaza to go see it. And I was like, wow, this movie's crazy. Guys are getting killed. The one dude got his got his got his penis cut off and shoved in his mouth and people were on drugs and you had the chick coming out of the trash can, which I thought that was cool. When she hopped out of the trash can with the makeup on and and she, and, and, and killed the cop or the the truck guard, whoever he was, that was some cool shit. 
But yes, so Juice and what I say, Harlem Knights, their presidents. Yeah, those were the movies I saw. Well, not all, but those were some of the most serious movies I saw in the 90s as a kid that I should, probably shouldn't have been watching. Um, uh, Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World was dope for me because I felt like Boy Meets World was like my escape. Because, you know, living in, I was living in the city and every day was a rough day. And I would watch shows like Boy Meets World and I would look at their school and how their school was. And I'm a kid. I mean, I know it's TV, but... I just remember like watching it and being like, man, like, damn, that's a nice school. I would love to be in a school like that. Look at that. Like, you know, everything just looks good. And, you know, and I always wanted to be around different, different cultures and different ethnic backgrounds, you know. So I was a kid, you know what I'm saying? I'm African American. I'm raised around all African American people, but I wanted to be around people because I like, I always love people and just like socializing. No matter. What they tell you, or what Lady J tell you on how on how mean I am? I'm not, I'm not mean. I just don't give away. I don't give away with my nice too early. I, I don't smile quick. But I did want to be around different cultures and different people and stuff like that. And Boy Meets World, that was one of the things where I, where I was like, you know, I, I I love to just like be around, you know, these different people, you know, different white people and stuff like that. Because I'm I'm always around black people. And I love love my people, but I was like, I would like to see how I feel to be around other people and to see how we how things would work out if we all were mesh and interact together. So that was that was my thing, like you know. And and I thought Boy Meets World was an awesome show. You know, he had both my man pops and you know what I'm saying in the same house with him, and then I didn't have that, and I was like, it didn't really matter, you know, to me. It it, it was what it was, but I remember telling myself that like. As I got older, that I was going to try to make sure I met the right person so that my sons could have both their parents in the house. And that's how it is. You know, work hard to do that. Um, Nestle Quick. Cereal. Oh, yeah, cereal. Come on, let's, let's, let's do it. Cereal. All right. It's a shame I'm doing this by myself because I know so many, many people want to chime in. But like I said, it's just part one. But cereal, Count Chocola, uh... Count Chocolate, Captain Crunch, everything. Captain Crunch, everything. Count Chocolate, the blueberries, all that. Every, Golden Grams. Yeah. Even the cereal that came around that was uh, here, but then gone. Um, of course, you know, we didn't have no dope ass laptops, nothing like that. So, like, we had the Macintosh, but like, games like Math Blaster and stuff like that. That was like really nostalgic to me i really the 90s was definitely dope um but i can't give it all to you in one setting because i definitely gotta have the lovely lady j with me the next time you hear my voice or we talk about the 90s part two so as always thank you guys for listening i definitely appreciate you i'm noticing that my little fan base is starting to pick up a little bit I thank you guys. Love you guys for definitely tuning in. And this is Let's Talk with the Jones. I'm out.